people ask me all the time because they know I was a personal fitness trainer, Victor, what's the best way to eat for ascension for people going through a spiritual awakening? This question comes from my friend from Instagram, Adam Hill. I'd love to hear you guys talk more about diet and nutrition and looking after yourself physically, working out, especially for empathic people who are going through a spiritual awakening. Mm. And that's a very, very important subject that yeah. as the years have gone on with me, I put more energy and emphasis and focus and time into eating in a way and living my lifestyle in a way that's supportive of my growth, my body, my, my spiritual awakening. Mm -hmm. So I find that it can greatly um, assist you or it can be a huge, you know, monkey wrench in the system if the diet is off. Yeah. Now, what I do want to say right, right off the bat is I used to be a personal trainer for over 10 years of my life and I worked with hundreds of different people. And one thing I know for a fact, my own direct eyes is that what works for one person could be disastrous for another and that everybody is different. So I'm not going to tell you, you should avoid this and eat this. And that's going to work for everybody. It's not like that. Yeah. With that said, even going further is I found for myself and the clients and just observing other human beings in my life that not only is there, there's such an individuality within this, but also there seem to be seasons within our own journey. Where you might catch me, you know, for a time, me and Patty were raw vegans, straight up for like a year. Mm -hmm. But then that came to a point where our health was suffering, even though for a time we, we felt, felt amazing. amazing. Yeah. But there came to a point where Patty could not hold a pregnancy. She mm -hmm. had two miscarriages. Three. I was withering away to skin and bones. Oh my God, yeah. And I was exhausted all the time. And, and I, you know, we we're pretty well educated. We were doing it correctly, getting enough protein, getting all our minerals. It just was time to shift. Mm -hmm. And from there, we've gone off on all these different tangents. So yeah, it's a, really a matter of listening to your body. Yes, exactly. I was going to say, listen to your body. Because there are some times when I don't really want to eat any meat. I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan by any means. But um, there's just time when my body's like, meh, I don't think so. And so then I'll usually just eat a lot of fruits and nuts and seeds and things like that. And I'll do that for until I start to feel like, mm, okay, I need a little more something else. And I just sort of, as far as diet goes, I just really listen to my body because when my body needs something or is craving something, like I go through phases where I crave a lot of one thing. And right now my body's like beets, eat beets all the time. And I've been <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. So I'm just eating a lot of beets. And, um, luckily I really like beets, but, um, you know, I'm just trying to find ways to incorporate the things that my body's craving in a way that's balanced, you yeah. know? And then also as far as like working out, um, I've been on all different spectrums of the things that, um, feel good for my body. And, um, I recent, like six months ago I had hurt my hip and I like couldn't, I was like not even really able to walk. We were like joking, you know? And that was for me, that was the sign. Okay. You're doing too much. You need to start listening to your body better during your workouts because if I had been, I would have um, probably not injured myself. 
So it's, it's always really important with whatever you're doing to make sure that your body is still feeling good and, and healthy and strong, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like most people can use their own intuition mm-hmm. and their own ability to manifest things that are going to ultimately work for them to their advantage in this regard. For mm-hmm. example, me and Patty started doing this uh, P90X3 DVD system that we bought back in like 2012 and it just, we're excited about it. Yeah. For a long time, I've been training a certain way in a way that I'll explain in a minute that I do recommend for most people. Yeah. Um, but it just got, it just sort of came time to sort of shift gears, mm-hmm. but it came about naturally. It's making us feel kind of good mm-hmm. and it's just working, but we're not going to attach ourselves to that and say, this is the answer. Right. We're going to ride this wave until we see another wave that looks intriguing. Yeah. Now, what I have found more specifically coming from like the trainer, I can't help myself, for empathic people who are sensitive, number one is accepting that. It took me a while to accept that because for a time, I used to be able to train really hard and recover nicely. But after my Kundalini awakening, my body just for whatever reason could not keep up with that type of training. And I had to finally accept that I can't train as often or as hard. I have to train smart. Mm-hmm. So what but, I sorry. Go ahead. But what's it's actually when you're training smart like that, it's actually better for your body. You don't need to work out as much as you do. Your body didn't like change because you stopped working out as much. You just felt better. Yeah. 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 But what worked for me, I tried many different modalities, and this is especially for people who find themselves in like uh, where they're feeling really sensitive and really like fatigued from their own awakening. I found that low volume strength training is very effective, meaning lifting like heavy weights, but not for a whole bunch of reps and not doing a lot of sets of that. Just really focused strength training can strengthen your nervous system in addition to your muscles. It can provide you with like a nice lean look, but it's also really good for your nervous system. And the stronger your nervous system, the less frequently you get cold, you get sick, and you're just you just can feel it. You have like this sort of um, more of an impervious nature to all the different energies floating around. You know, people's moods, etc. They used to really bog me down until I strengthened my nervous system. But even within that, of course, be flexible. Mm-hmm. And I have a program I'll mention. It's down, I'll leave it if you're watching on YouTube down below. It's called Ascension Body. It's actually a, literally a fitness and nutrition program designed specifically for empathic people that will show you how to train in the way I just described. Mm-hmm. But there is one more element I'd like to go, touch on in terms of diet, if you're willing, love. Yeah, well, I, I have something. Go ahead. Um, I think it's also really important to know your body. Like... Some people do really well eating like green supplements and like adding those to their shakes. Like they don't like salads, so they want to get their veggies and they eat the green supplements. I do not digest them well. They're not good for my body and I know that, which sucks, but I actually like salads. So for me, it's not that big of a deal, but, um, you know, it's really important to learn about what your body um, digest well, knowing about your biome or like your gut health, those types of things are really important for digestion. And it doesn't matter necessarily what you eat because it's what your body absorbs. And if you're eating the wrong foods and taking the wrong supplements for your body, and it's not going to absorb properly the way that you should. So it's, it's also really good to know about your body. Absolutely. And sometimes we can only learn that through experimentation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's not wise just to listen to some diet guru tell you what to do. Although you can try it and maybe it'll work for you. Chances are it will. But if not, that doesn't mean 
It just means that it's not the right fit for you. Right. And sometimes we have slight allergies. Like I found out that I can't eat almonds and I love almonds and I was eating them every single day for many years and I found out that they weren't good for me. And as soon as I stopped eating them, I felt better. Yeah. It was, and now I'm like, it's all got almonds in it. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things I want to discuss, which doesn't usually have an easy solution, unfortunately, but is oftentimes what can really trip people up in this is their emotional issues creating uh, manifesting themselves as poor habits. Like for the longest time, like I would say, I, I'm going to back up. Now me and Patty are like finally at a point where we eat really healthy and really clean and it's not hard. It's not forced. Even if we go out to dinner, we'll have like one glass of wine, not two ever, one glass. We, we kind of know our body. We don't eat bread. We eat almost like a paleolithic uh, diet, very high in, in vegetables and fruits. Mm -hmm. And we take a ton of healthy supplements and, and that kind of stuff. And for a long time, even as a personal trainer, both of us were able to do that, but it was forced. And they'd be interspersed with these binges and where we'd go out and we'd get drunk or we'd, <laughs> we'd eat like way too much dessert. Yeah, or bread or things and that it just, just found didn't it, feel good. Yeah, it was really hard for us for a while to get into this mode now where we eat healthy because it's like a no-brainer. We, mm -hmm. we want to. Yeah, and also there's no recovery time. Like we like to go out to eat and enjoy, enjoy ourselves and... Now we can do that and we don't have to recover from that from even if we didn't drink alcohol, which you obviously have to recover from that if you do it in excess, but even just eating like bread and having all the salt and things, it's like, man, it would take my body like a day or two to recover just from eating that food. Yeah. But, but I would, I would be aware of that and I would do it anyways Same. because I knew on some subconscious level that that's going to offer me some kind of temporary reprieve mm -hmm. for my angst. Yeah. You know? So what I found is that your own spiritual growth will oftentimes manifest itself in na a natural progression or improvement of your habits. And it's yeah. very important to be patient with yourself. Maybe like, you know, eating, uh, ice cream is not good for you at night. You wake up, you're heavier on the scale and you don't feel good, but you find yourself doing it. I would say if like that's you, I would be very, instead of like looking for some kind of like advice or quick fix, I'd, I would have some self-compassion and yeah. really do your best to kind of like be loving to yourself and understand the only reason you're doing that is because you got some emotional pain that you just, you're just desperate for a little break from. Yeah. Also too, sugar is addicting. It, that too. it really is addicting. So if you're eating a lot of sugar in ice cream, like if you're eating keto ice cream, okay, maybe maybe that would be the switch is having ice cream that has no added sugar in it. And then you can, you know, see how you're feeling after that, you know, or yeah. you can even make your own. I made one um, ice cream when I was pregnant. It was frozen strawberries, frozen bananas and coconut cream. That is, that's all it was. And it was delicious. Yeah, right, right on. <laughs> it really was delicious. So, you know, finding healthier ways to um, to get that fix if you if you are eating ice cream at night um, to shift. Those are like good little little tips that can help you to still be able to get your sweet tooth craving without them being like damaging to your, yeah. to your body. Yeah, if you were to force something out of your diet, I would say the number one thing for all of you should be like sugar. Yeah. 
And now there is natural sugar in fruits and stuff, but, that's but not, that has fiber in it, so it doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, but it doesn't pure, do the same thing in yeah, your body. Mm-hmm. Sugar is like, in fact, if I have like a dessert, which we did the other day actually when we went out with Aaron, I had we had this des- like some sort of sugary chocolatey dessert, but I felt like I felt drunk. I felt mm-hmm. very intoxicated and, and just I could I literally feel my vibration plummeting into sort of a lower state of consciousness because the sugar is so disruptive. Yeah. That type of sugar, of course, yeah. anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing like, you know, you don't have to avoid everything. Everything is, it's the most important thing is that you find balance with whatever is working for you and makes you consistently feel good. If it doesn't continue to feel good, or if your body's taking too long to recover or something, then then it's time to uh, to navigate and say, okay, maybe we need to adjust a little something. Yeah.